But just to shock you, uh, all the speakers have referred to the Group Areas Act. Hold on to your seats. The town planner that planned it all was a member of this church. Seriously. Okay, put that in your pipe. Um, I love music, good music. And uh, when our kids were four or five, I managed to get a hold of uh, LP for those who are young and doesn't know what the LP is. You know what the LP is? <laughs> well, it was Peter and the Wolf. And it came in a lovely sleeve with the hunters on it and Peter on it and the animals and all the instruments. Wonderful. The kids loved this LP. They would sit for hours and play it over and over and over again. New Peter and the Hoof. And then one day, the city orchestra is going to present Peter and the Hoof. Oh, I'm so excited. I couldn't wait to get home to tell Ruth. We're going to see the real thing. And the kids are going to see the real instruments being played. So now we've got to plan. How do we get into the city hall? Because years before, I would sneak into here the music and sneak into the, under the balcony, right at the back. I could sneak in there. It's pretty dark right under there. But now to get the whole family in there is going to be something else. So we get the kids all excited. We're going to see Peter and the Wolf. And the kids are, you can imagine how excited they are. They're actually going to see the real instruments being played now. On the way, Ruth loses her nerve. Ruth says, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not ready for another humiliation being chucked out of the city hall. It was painful. It was very hurtful. So we got a plan together. She's going to feign a headache or sick. And I'll tell the kids, well, mommy's not feeling too well. So the three of us will go. We went and we enjoyed it. But coming out, I had a load of guilt. I'd, like Abraham, denied my wife. It's something I've had to live with all these years. To deny your wife, it's very painful. So that's my one experience I wanted to share with you. The other one was, I was in business and I did, frequently I had to fly here, then everywhere else. And at the beginning, the procedure, you, you'd, you'd book a ticket, you'd go to the airport with your ticket, and they'll record it. And then, just as the flight's about to leave, they'll see if there are any seats left for you. And then you'll sit right at the back of the plane. If there were seats. If there weren't seats, tough. Next flight whenever that was going to be. In those days, the flights were not as frequent as they are now. That's the treatment you got. You knew, and uh, as you were saying, uh, it's your dignity, your self-esteem. The whole system was designed to destroy your dignity, to make you know that you're not a real person. You're something second-hand, second-rate. So, and, and that just sort of reminded you about what you were. In mid-1977, in fact, I was invited to attend a conference in Nairobi. 
long story short, the theme was bridge building for us. Uh, I, I go one back, I will tell you a little bit. There were 84 South Africans in this delegation. And at the second day of the conference, the chairman uh, uh, announced that they got, he's got a very difficult task, he says, but it's become very evident that the South African delegation is divided and not together, and they do not shine the light of Jesus. We asked the South African delegation to excuse themselves and go up to the 12th floor of the Yoma Kenyatta Center and sort themselves out. Of course, what did we say? It's your fault. You, you the guys, you the guys. We went up, and like good South Africans, we walked into the hall, there were seats, and automatically the whites went one side, and we went the other side. Because we're good South Africans, you see, we know, we, must, we know our place. And uh, the meeting went on, Graham McIntosh of Natal tried to resolve the thing, and it didn't work. Then, Professor ooh, Pretoria, get his name up, uh, Professor of Missiology, he said, I must admit, in the, my course of my work, I've traveled to West Africa many times, and uh, they've seen the West Africa revival work. He says, but I must confess today that I've never embraced a black South African. And as he said that, Natan Corsi, who worked for Scripture Union, he spontaneously rose, and the two men walked to each other with open arms and embraced. Broke it like that. We all sat there, tears running down our eyes for what had happened. The theme was after that bridge building. And I remember leaving Nairobi, and a friend from Ghana says, Bernard, now what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going back to be a bridge builder. He says, Bernard, you can't be a bridge builder. The bridge has already been built. The best you can do is to lead people across the bridge. And that's what this exercise is all about. Jesus is the bridge. He's the one, as Brenda has also reminded us, the one to bring us together. But we need to lead each other across the bridge reconciliation um, what did we do? This my last the last thing we did was we came back and uh, we now did the how do we set about this first thing was uh, we lived in Heathfield and the opportunity came to buy house and see to play which was white about see to play see to play all white underwater you see other people come to the And uh, I said, there's a house for sale. I said, that was the opportunity the Lord gave us. I said, Nelson Mandela's given his life in prison. Other people have given their lives and killed and died. Estrangement. Oh, the havoc that the system is What's it going to cost us? Move there, they 
move, take your house without compensation. So this without compensation is not a new thing. The group here is acted without compensation. Now we're fighting against it. We did it. Those days. And uh, we went and we moved in. I remember the first day was a day. Four gentlemen You come with them. <laughs> and uh, he says, oh, he says, I'm Morris Dugood. Lovely to see what people have done. Painted the place, put up on the fence, put the jetty. Since he's done some wonderful things, he's very proud of it. He says, now look, when you guys have to take a break, Come over to us with tea and cake. The same thing happened. We moved from there, we moved to Constantia. Same thing as we moved in. Jewish neighbor across the road came over with chocolate cake. It's chocolate cake when your friends come to visit you. There's more if you want it. Anyway, so it worked. Well, thank you very much for. Yeah.